Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh. Alexander Smalls. How are you, my friend? So when we started thinking about this podcast, there was one chef in particular I knew I had to talk to. I've known him for over 30 years, and in that time, I've been at his table, he's been at mine, and his name, Alexander Smalls. He's a chef, restaurant owner, cookbook author, and operatic singer. He's based out of New York City, but what I love about him and his work is his commitment to making every meal an occasion. From table settings to the guest list to the food itself, Alexander considers each and every detail as important as the next. And that's why I was thrilled when he said he would love to take on what's perhaps the most beloved part of any Thanksgiving meal, at least it is for me, the dressing or stuffing, depending on how you make it. Today, he is going to teach us a recipe inspired by flavors from his own childhood, low country oyster cornbread dressing with crispy slab bacon. I'm Al Roker. This is Cooking Up a Storm. Look how sharp you are. Well, my gosh, not as sharp as you as always. Used to go to his restaurant, Cafe Beulah. Right. And in fact, uh, just before Deborah and I got married, That's right. her parents and my parents, they had never met before. They came together at your at restaurant, Cafe Beulah. at Cafe Beulah. Oh, so it was, and now uh, over the years, you've. Uh, uh, cooked for us, uh, did uh, great Christmas parties. Over 20 years. Yeah, it's been crazy. You know, you've watched my, chil- you watched my children grow up, uh, Uncle Alexander. Yes, indeed. So here we are, Thanksgiving. Here we are. And and uh, so you're making, because it's it's a mouthful, literally and figuratively. Yeah. What is it that you're making exactly? I'm making low country oyster cornbread dressing. Okay, What's the difference between dressing and stuffing? One lives outside of the bird uh-huh. and one lives in. Ah. Dressing is out of the bird. Stuffing is in the bird. So here's a question. <laughs> well, on Thanksgiving, I make stuffing for the turkey. Right. In the turkey because yes. I like the juices. But I also make, I bake that same stuffing right. outside of the turkey and then I combine the two. Okay, so you've combined stuffing and dressing. So it'd be druffing? <laughs> Wait, could, would, it be, would it be stressing? Yes, yes, yes could be. Hmm. You're stressing. Stressing. You're stressing I the don't dressing. Like the, I'm stressing the answer. <laughs> so here's what you need to make Alexander's Low Country Oyster Cornbread Dressing. The main ingredients? Day-old buttermilk cornbread, dry toasted white bread, oysters, slab bacon, chicken stock, and some of your favorite vegetables. For the full recipe, check out the show notes or go to today.com slash food. How do we get started, Alexander? Okay, let's start right here. All right, so I'm going to first uh, basically spray this pan, and then I'm going to take some of this aluminum foil, 
and cover it here because because I don't like to clean up. Now you place a baking rack onto the sheet pan and spray that as well. I am not having my bacon stick uh -uh. at all. So you're you're basically baking uh, uh, slab bacon. I am basically baking slab bacon. Okay, so you, you line the pan. You want to cut it at least an inch wide and a third thick, you know, so that you really have a nice bite. Yes. Okay? So here we go. So the trick is basically to lay them out in such a way that they have space. How much bacon do you use? For a casserole dish that's about nine inches by 13, we're doing about a cup. Okay. Although I will admit, I would I would double or triple that because I will probably eat some of this <laughs> as, as well, we exactly, cook. Exactly. So there you but go. But that's a chef's secret. Ah. All right. Now, you know, this is going to cook and it's going to get smaller. All right. So then I'm going to put this in a 375 degree oven. Okay, for about Okay, how long? that's been preheated. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I want it to get really crisp up. So I, you know, I mean, of course, as a chef, do I time anything? No. But let's just say that it needs to be in there a good 25 minutes, okay. something like that. So Alexander, uh, what when you're done, what should the the bacon look like? What's the texture? What's the color? Well, you know, you want it to be crispy. You know, almost mistaken for overcooked. Mm -hmm. You want it to have a real dry consistency because it will pay off in the final product. It holds up. <laughs> what, what's your favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal? Oh, my God, eating. <laughs> um, but uh, if I walk backwards from that, um, I love preparation. Mm -hmm. I love from planning the menu, shopping, uh, the prep work, really, and, and it starts days in advance. Um, so I love that whole mm -hmm. um, ballet, really. Um, I love it. And then, of course, there's nothing like laying the spread out on the table. I mean, it's like festive and full and celebratory and you've got the best china and you've got the best everything and you know you can't wait to feed your guests <laughs> when you were a kid growing up yeah. what was the part of the meal the 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 dish that you couldn't wait for oh well no surprise the dressing <laughs> <laughs> The dressing. The dressing had the most flavors. It had the juice of the turkey. It had the gravy of the turkey. Um, it was full of, of savory um, uh, uh, spices and aromatics, um, you know, and an excuse to pile tons of cranberry sauce on top. After about 25 minutes, time to take the bacon out of the oven and cook it some more. Yeah, that's right. You got to cook it a little more. It's not crisp enough. Oh, and by the way, once the bacon's out of the oven, reduce the heat to 325. In case you were wondering why this cast iron skillet is here. I was. Because what we're going to do now is um, essentially crisp it up even more because it has to withstand a lot of liquid. Ah. And it needs to stay firm and somewhat crunchy huh. so we can really have that texture working you know, both as something you feel in your mouth, but right. also you taste. Okay. So this will do this for about 20 minutes, and we'll check on it later. Now, I see 
oysters here that are uh, un, un, unshucked. I know. What's the technique uh, to, to shuck an oyster properly and safely? Uh, do you need a, a kind of a special implement? I noticed this is an interesting little tool. Right. Almost looks like a butter knife, but you really need an oyster, a shucking knife. I mean, mm-hmm. they make them and you want to take that and you're looking for that that seam, mm-hmm. you know, where the oyster opens and closes when, when it's alive. Right. And you want to wedge the knife right in there and work it until you get it looser and looser. And then it pops open. And I notice a lot of people do it. Sometimes they've got a, like a dish towel or something right. around it just to kind right. of protect you. Right. Protect your, your, your hand and also the juices, ah. you know, because uh, lots of juice. And that, that juice is very important. Very important. Dish. We try to save that juice because it goes into the dish. It's part of the liquid. So you want to get into that little area there and twist. And boom, look at that. Is it happening for you, Al? <laughs> Pour the reserved oyster juice through a fine mesh strainer lined with a cheesecloth to remove any sediment. So how many of these are we going to do for this dish? Well, you need about 18 to 23. Okay. You know, you wait, know this wait, is 18 to 23. Why wouldn't it just be 24? Well, I'll tell you why. Because, you know, you're buying them by the pound or the pint, and that's how they come. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> but if you put 26 in there, who cares? Right? All right, so move okay. along with Moving. me. Moving. So, you know, again, this dish, what I've... I, I, I find fascinating in that it really does harken back to your upbringing, especially with the oysters. The oysters have a certain uh, connection for you and your dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, my father created, and and, well, I should say, it is out of his tradition that uh, the oyster cornbread dressing, I mean, this is one of the few things my father, my father had maybe five dishes Mm -hmm. that he made supremely. They were just unbelievable. And and he made nothing else. If you asked him to boil water, it would be questionable. But those five (laughs) dishes, and they were all these low country, you know, heirloom recipes. And we used to sit at the kitchen table and shuck oysters, you know, together. Um, he and my grandfather would make a trip down to what we used to call the um, old country, uh, down to Beaufort, South Carolina, where our relatives had all this property and land, and they would fish and do all this stuff. And uh, they would come back with just baskets of oysters and crab. And I remember the black cast iron pot in the backyard that would get lit up and they would have oyster boils and they'd have crab boils and and all this stuff would be going on so it comes out of that kind of ritual Mm -hmm. and my dad and i would sit at the table and he taught me how to pop oysters at an early age my mother would be simmering milk for example Mm -hmm. for oyster stew or or a, a broth in order to make it for the low country oyster cornbread stuffing so Describe, for people who don't know, what is low country cuisine? Mm. Oh, my goodness. And if you don't know, goodness, you've been missing it. It's regional cooking heavily and directly influenced by West Africa. 
It is the low country, which is, consists of Charleston, Beaufort, Savannah, the Gullah Islands. This is below sea level, hence low country. Um, but it's also was one of those places where a lot of the customs of West Africa were observed and, and a part of the day-to-day living. You know, even the language, they had their own Gullah Geechee language. Mm-hmm. Um, my father's side of the family were all Geechees. Coming up, the bacon's crisp. I mean, like, really crisp. The oysters are shucked. And next, we start the dressing part of dressing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Describe what makes this uh, exactly a low country dressing. Oysters and cornbread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bacon. Uh, lard on. Uh, yes. And again, you know, that traditional um, casserole making that uh, West Africans, you know, gifted that part of the world. When you make this dressing um, because it, it, it's got a lot of flavor profile to it. Almost in, in some ways, it, it probably stands out more than a lot of side dishes mm. most people would have. How do you adjust the other dishes that you're making for Thanksgiving so that this isn't, un- unless you want this to be the centerpiece? Well, I am prejudiced. <laughs> well, I don't adjust things because, first of all, I mean, it's an ensemble piece, mm-hmm. um, uh, every meal that you cook. But then, you know, you always have solos and you have stars. This is a star dish, you know, um, not for everyone because mm-hmm. some people just simply throw some 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 fruit and some breadcrumbs and call it a day. Um, but for me, this is a complete, um, you know, uh, satisfying dish that could stand on its own. This dressing yeah. has, I mean, a lot of different flavors and, and, textures. and layers and textures. Yeah, yeah. So these are the vegetables that okay. occupy this dish here. And and this is celery, this is uh, red bell peppers, onions, and I like a lot of corn. Even though I have ah. corn in my cornbread, mm-hmm. I like a lot of corn. So it's optional, the okay. corn. In a small but, frying pan, along with a half a stick of butter, Add the tomatoes, the onion, corn, celery, bell pepper, sage, thyme, and celery seeds. Cover and cook till tender. Just so it got uh, nice and translucent, blah, 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 maybe 10 minutes at most. Boom, that. 
Right. Now, what's going on in this bowl is that we've um, we baked some buttermilk cornbread. Right. And I like to use bread as day old. Okay. All right. Because, again, it adds to the texture mm-hmm. and it helps to, to really stand up to all the liquid. Okay. Now, what, let me just ask you a question. What, I mean, you obviously made this cornbread. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's real cornbread. Could you, if you wanted to uh, uh, do a little shortcut, like make a, uh, one of those prepackaged box mixes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You could do that mm-hmm. and you wouldn't miss a beat. So the next thing that happens is that we uh, we have chicken stock, yes, and we have the oyster juice, um, juice mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to combine these essentially to um, to get two cups. Now, what I need you to do, yes. Al, is is grab those eggs, okay, and basically put those eggs in here, okay. And then we have a little whisk over here, and I do mean little. Goodness gracious. <laughs> At this point, we've tossed together both the cornbread, the white bread with the bacon, and any renderings. Mmm, renderings. Then added the sautéed vegetables in once they've cooled and mixed it all together. Next, we're going to pour the liquids that are all whisked together. That's the chicken stock, the oyster juice, and the eggs over the bread mixture. And mix thoroughly so the bread really absorbs that liquid. Ah, so this is kind of like a a a casserole. Yeah, well, you know, you could put this in your turkey. Mm -hmm. All would be well. Okay, we've got this mixed up. Now you've got all this. There's some. There's some other spices, seasoning. Yes, yes. Okay, look there. That's this is the cayenne. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Because you know. You know, the food really has to speak to you. So How much you salt do we want that out? flavor? Just a teaspoon. Okay. Yeah, a flat one. Pepper? Wonderful, yes. Just eyeball it. You know, give us some of that. That looks good. Okay, Al. All now right. the nutmeg. Oh. So now the nutmeg needs to be grated, okay. as you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to give it a go? Sure. All right. And you can eyeball that. We do about a teaspoon. A flat teaspoon. Okay. Yes. Oh, my goodness. The listen smell the, of that. And listen to the sound of it. Mm. Wonderful. Right. Okay. So we're good. You are probably, to the best of my knowledge, the only chef, professional chef I know, who's also a professional opera singer. I may be the only one. The only one I know. <laughs> so how did you transition from opera to being a chef? Well, you know... Um, I have seen life through two lenses, music and food. And in fact, in my last cookbook, I bring all that together, Meals, Music, and Muses, where essentially I talk about my life through the lens of music genres, opera, gospel, you know. So as a kid, you know, I started taking classical piano, and that then evolved into my desire to sing and to sing opera. In the meanwhile, I had lots of chefs in my family. And food was everything. You grow up in South Carolina in a small one-horse town. You know, everything evolved around the table. And food and everything happened there. I learned early that the person who had the power was the person who wheeled the spoon in the kitchen. Ah. I wanted that. I wanted that. All right. (laughs) So this is how it all came together. Coming up, insider Thanksgiving hosting tips from a man who throws the best parties, Alexander Smalls. More after this.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. What's the one thing people need to know if they're going to host Thanksgiving dinner this year? Oh, well, first of all, you have to offer variety because you have people with so many uh, limitations or or concerns. Um, you know, I mean, I'm I'm the person who you know will have two or three meats on the table, but then I have some of my vegan friends who've come to dinner. and But, you know, I make sure I have tons of vegetables, you know, legumes, lots of beans, lots of, um, of non-protein products to, to be very satisfying. And in some instances, you know, uh, I might make the vegetarian version of my dressing. You know, and again, that's when you really bring in the spices, the sage, the rosemary, you know, to really amp up the flavor for those people. But anytime you invite people for a Thanksgiving celebration, you have to be generous. Mm -hmm. It starts with generosity. And that generosity starts with everything you do and everything you make and everything you offer. Mm -hmm. and, And you... How dare you run out of anything? You better not. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to put our dressing mixture into the casserole dish. All right. So now this goes in there. Okay. Just half. Just half. Right. Because we have to do our oysters. So you just kind of layer it in. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we just stagger our oysters so that uh, not, they don't reach the ends because we don't want them to cook on the ends. Ah. So we just stagger them in there. Now, you know, as a kid, I learned to eat these things raw. So, I mean, it was hard for them to, to get to the pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's looking good. We've layered that. We've layered, and now we're going to finish ah, it. Ah, it smells fantastic. Right. I mean, it hasn't even cooked yet. No, and it's then going to go into the oven. Now, slide it into the oven for an hour. You throw uh, some fantastic meals. Yeah. Uh, you have what I, I what they used to call in the 30s and 40s, you have salons. You know, they're, it, it's meal, it's food, it's it's some, some drink, it's wonderful conversation. Uh... But where do you fall when it comes to a Thanksgiving family meal? Where do you fall on, is it a sit-down dinner that's plated, or is it the buffet? Yeah. Um, Well, you know, it depends on the guest list. I would prefer to have a sit-down dinner simply because I like uh, 
the ritual of dining. And with that, I generally do family style. Mm-hmm. So there are platters of food. And, and um, I mean, I would only do a course meal if we were six or less, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but I mean, if I'm going to dress the table, it's going to be family style. And it's going to be sit down for the most part. And I can do 12 to 14 that way. But there have been times when, you know, there were more people. And uh, I wasn't going to say no, you know. I mean... You know, it's that time of year when people come to town. Well, I want to come, but, you know, my brother's here from out of town. Oh, I might, you know, my, my old college friend is in. And before you know it, you, you have to do a buffet. You're at 30. Yeah. So, yeah. so the buffet. But there's no shame in the buffet. No shame at all. I mean, first of all, we are buffet people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, African-American people are buffet people. Lay out the spread, you know. (laughs) And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Time to eat. Here is our finished product. Yes. There we go. Now tell me it's everything you imagined. And so much more. Now tell me what you think. Oh, that's good. To be or not to be. Oh, my. Hmm. That is an opera for the mouth. And how do you feel about the um, tomato? Do you like like the tangy? I've always liked tomato. Mm. I can put tomato in anything. Follow up with that Mm. oyster. I just got a bite of the oyster. Mm. It's got a nice spice to it. Mm. I mean, it's a meal. Right in itself. My gosh, it's got protein, it's got carbs, it's got vegetables. This is a completely rounded meal. And it has bacon. That's the secret (laughs) ingredient. Mm. Whether it's dressing, stuffing, duffing, or stressing, this is fantastic. There you go. What is it about uh, Thanksgiving that... I mean, it, it. I guess in a sense, you're giving thanks, but it's 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 a food centric holiday right. that there's nothing else involved. You know, there's no, there aren't presents. There's not. It the 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 food is everything. The gift. Yes, the food, which is why I say, if you're going to host Thanksgiving, you have to do it with a huge generosity, um, and that generosity comes through the food. Um, and so, I mean, you, you know, people will talk about you. If you uh, if your if your meal is not on point and is not varied and full and plentiful, so but you know I think that understanding for the uh, African American community particularly, um, food was currency. You know when you didn't own yourself, you owned that recipe, you owned that dish. Um, it it was the way to conjure up pride and a sense of of real estate, you know, emotional and mental real estate with people. Uh, and people took great pride in being able to create a dish. And so Thanksgiving comes along and you can put tons of those dishes on the plate. It was a generous time. It made you feel wealthy, you know, and very satisfied. What are you most thankful for this year? Grace. Uh, I have truly been blessed and gifted to continue doing uh, the things that I'm driven to do, I have a passion for. Uh, 
um, I'm excited that the work I do continues. I'm thankful for that. Well, we are thankful for you, for your contributions. This stuffing, dressing is fantastic. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm looking forward to just spending more time getting to see folks like you hanging out. Me too, Al. It is good to see you, Alexander Smith. Thank you. Thank you for being part of Cooking Up a Storm. I've enjoyed it. Up a storm. <laughs> Hey, everybody, thanks for listening, and I'm not above begging. If you like what you heard, please give Cooking Up a Storm a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to tell your friends and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And do somebody you don't like a favor. Tell them about this as well. Cooking Up a Storm with Al Roker is produced by Ursula Summer and Phoebe Curran, along with researcher Rachel Young and audio engineer Bob Mallory. Our culinary team is led by Anthony Contrino and Carrie Parente with Stevie Stewart and Dawn Miller. Original music by Tavon Pennicott. Bryson Barnes is our technical director. Minna Kathuria is our executive producer. Soraya Gage is our general manager. And Madeline Herringer, our head of editorial. And you're the only person I know that mixes stuffing and dressing. So. Maybe I'm a trendsetter. Maybe you. Maybe I'm ahead of the curve. Beyond the curve. <laughs> Beyond. So, Beyond the curve. I think we're going to rename this podcast to Beyond the Curve. I think it's fitting. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.